Good evening, followers of the Peacock. This is Metatron coming to you live from Angel Radio on this awesome Saturday. I, however, do not feel very awesome. I have a little bit of a head cold, so if I sound nasally at times, please don't go parading the streets calling for my head, because I'll be safe up here in heaven. Those of you out there who haven't watched episode 18, dubbed Absence, be warned, this is a spoilerific quick slice. I advise you to turn off this podcast, watch the 40-ish minutes of episode 18, and then come back here. Wait, 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 wait. hold on guys, sorry, this is like the second time I'm, I've done this now. I'm feeling a presence of sorts, I... Trying to home home in on it now. It's oh, oh, oh yeah. It's Walt. He has a he has an advertisement for us. So uh, stay tuned. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, you were warned. Now on to it. So a lot of things happened in uh, absence episode eighteen of Supernatural. One of those things is it is brought to our attention. I mean, Game Night sort of hinted at it, but. You know, those of us who were holding out hope that what happened didn't happen, sorry, it happened. Jack killed Mary. I mean, oh my God, I, I, I have this love-hate relationship with what they're doing with Jack right now, because at the one point, I, I want him to be like, nah, it's fine. He's going to be the savior of us all. And that's not saying he can't be redeemed. But I also like that he's going down a dark path. And I really want to see where the Win- how the Winchesters handle it. Because normally when a character goes off the rails in Supernatural... They're normally off the rails. The only one who they haven't railed on as hard was Cass. And he's gone off the rails a few times. I mean, the first time when he gulped up all those souls in season six, at the butt end of season six. When he accidentally jetted all the angels out of heaven. I mean, sure, he didn't get off scot-free. Oh, not to mention taking the angel tablet. And not trusting Dean with it. Like, he's pulled some stuff before and he's kind of not gotten off with it. But, you know, Cass is still part of the family. And you know, it's sad to see that this is happening again. Because Castiel had sort of an insight. was like, oh crap, so he killed that snake from how many episodes ago? He must not have his soul because he thought... It was a mercy, but was it a mercy? Because he wouldn't have a soul and he wouldn't know. And his, uh, and he kept it a secret. And then this happened. And then when he met up with Dean and Sam. Oh, and then you get to that awesome line. You're dead to me. Oh, classic Dean. Although, here's the thing that's probably not irredeemable, but... It, it kind of changes the situation because in the past, it wasn't personal. Well, I mean, 
The part with the tablet was personal and Dean trying to talk him down from gulping down all the purgatory souls were personal, but this is personal on another level. This is personal in that this was their mom that died, and that if Cass didn't come to him with this information beforehand, they could have probably mitigated the damage a little bit better. But you know what? I like the point Sam brings up at the, not the very end, but like, no, it was around the end, where he says, well, you know what? This is actually on all of us. And then, because Sam, he brings up the point where, because in the beginning of the season, he was very distressed that Dean had gone off. Well, he didn't go off. He was possessed by an archangel, for God's sakes. But basically, Sam was worrying about Dean being possessed by Michael so much that he wasn't there for Jack as much. So that played a factor into it even though at that point he hadn't lost his soul yet. So I don't see how that plays as much of a factor, because he was still Jack, but he was powerless. He was alive. But I guess if you're really looking at dominoes, maybe that could be a dominoes. The only way I'll accept that it's a domino is if Jack brings it up. Then I'll regard it as a legitimate domino. The one domino that was also brought up, sorry, was Dean when he went to visit Donatello. At this point, he had lost his soul. Donatello gave him the okay, but he said, you know what, you should still be careful because this is an Arc Nephilim we're talking about. Uh, you better safe than sorry. But Dean was like, ah, he's fine. That is a domino I am going to accept. So, what I really... I guess I really don't want them to hunt him down like a monster. That's the thing, though. And they should know at this point that he's had problems controlling his power in the past. I mean, look at that guy he slammed into a pole and literally he died. His head got smashed in from the back. Yeah, that. They don't know about this one, but recently in, not game night, but the episode before that, Jack was playing uh, Frisbee with an angel blade using his powers, and he accidentally stabbed someone. But that was more him being cocky and not registering that they were scared as hell. Like, stop flinging around an angel blade like it's a... <laughs> Oh my god. But, uh, I just... It's really heartbreaking to see what's happening to Jack. And you know what? I would even... Not that we actually saw it, but... This could be like a mirror of Lucifer's story himself. Because, I mean, granted he was an archangel too, but way back then he was young. I mean, perhaps... Like, here's how I think about it. So, God brings man up to the table. Hey, worship this. Bow down before it. Love it more than me. They all bow down. Lucifer was probably going to do it, but in a moment of hesitation, and mind you, the bark was also working on him, he said, no, that thing's lesser than me. Screw that. 
who's to say that wasn't an emotional turmoil as well? Because this is probably the first time he's actually ever standing up to God. And I'm interested to see, because I don't think... I mean, granted, they're the stories. Oh, the legend of the fall. I don't think it was that cut and dry. Like, oh, where am I going with this rant? Because what we see in this episode is Jack, he goes from concerned to, like, threateningly concerned. Like, you just see this, not de-evolution, but like, his character is just unraveling. The way he starts getting frantic and he starts seeing um, Lucifer's a hallucination. How Lucifer comes back. <laughs> he starts seeing him as a, as a hallucination, as his power is trying to figure out what's going on here. So he's like, oh, I, I killed someone. This is, this is bad. What am I going to do? His powers conjure, I guess, a manifestation of Lucifer and say, hey... You and me, we're the same. I'm going to help you figure this out. Let's work together. At first, you see him saying no to it a lot. Like, he clearly knows, I cannot trust this thing. Get out. But over the course of the episode, you see him start listening to it slowly and slowly. Letting the advice come in. Kind of like when Sam had the similar problem with Hallucifer. And then he stayed there for good once he, you know, okay, so I'm going to listen to you now. It's interesting to see those three parallels because I could almost see in the fall of Lucifer the mark taking the place of Hallucifer in this instance. And it's just so interesting to see that parallel there. Or triple parallel, triple L. I don't know, guys. Just, Just bear with me. But at the end of the episode is where things get really crazy. Cause, and it was kind of messed up, in my opinion. Because it's like, alright. Rowena, because what Jack goes to do is he, he wants to fix the problem. That's his whole goal this episode. And, you know, when he, he gets a spell from Rowena in the Book of the Damned. And she says... You should probably have a body for this. I don't have a body, Jack says. But you need one. If you don't do this right, you're going to mess this up like hardcore. And then you're not even in the right state of mind. Who knows what could happen? Jack kind of tosses Rowena aside like a... Like a... Ah, uh, you're a tool. You're not useful anymore. Blah! She's still alive, by the way. So don't worry about that. What ends up happening is he goes through with the spell. You might... The whole thing about this thing was you might bring something into the world. And I'm literally... The things are going through my head. Lucifer almost just came back in the last episode. The Empty has been looking for an inn on our world. Even though he can kind of come at a whim. But like... I don't know. Maybe this would have been a tricky way of having the Empty come into our realm. Or the shadow, sorry, that's its actual name, the entity. Or perhaps even just a a messed up Mary that's not the the soulless Mary. That that would have been interesting. But all we get at the end of this elaborate 
subplot was, oh, it's just an empty shell. Because what he ends up doing is he brings the body back, but there's it's lifeless. And Rowena goes and explains it like, okay, by what you're telling me, it sounds like he was able to do the spell in a somewhat correct manner, but you only brought back a shell. And this shell cannot sustain life. And what this basically does is Mary's gone. <laughs> and Cass even goes to heaven. He had some shady business there. Because um, Cass found out about this. And he went to go to heaven to try and perform a resurrection. Because you need to go to heaven, have the soul ready. Boom! Go back to earth. <laughs> Duma was real... That, that, that was a little... A little odd. Like, of course they're not in a good standing, but just the way Duma was acting towards Castiel, and Castiel, he asked for Naomi. She didn't even come down. So that has me going like, okay, is Naomi doing something? She back to her old antics again. This is a little, a little uh, troubling, if you know what I mean. And what Cass eventually finds is... Mary is in heaven, her own personal heaven, with John, John Winchester, the father, and she's at peace. And so they've basically written Mary away, conveniently, and it's like, oh, okay. And at the same time, it sounded like we were going to get a taste of something either new or ha, this character came back this way. They didn't end up doing anything with it. It kind of fell flat for me. The one thing that, there are a few things that didn't fall flat though. One, Jack completely gave in to the Lucifer uh, Hallucifer advice. You know, maybe you shouldn't be thinking on the level of humans anymore. Maybe you should think more macro, more angel, more archangel. And basically starts driving Jack away from the Winchesters. If you ask me, though, I think that this is Michael. And, and this is what this is going to sound crazy, but Michael, the way he died was so anticlimactic and angers me to this day like first you do it with asmodeus now you're doing it with michael what the hell but here's the part that gets me so michael obviously knows how to use grace in a way that he can manipulate other beings you see him do this with the, the enhanced monsters and i have a theory over on reddit where the way he got back into Dean was that he left a portion of his grace inside Dean and used that as like a a, a, a lifeline to like, hey, okay, found a lifeline, let's go right back in. And the, the way you can rationalize that he left his grace there is that um, basically, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but in season eight, uh, Sam and uh, Castiel, in the episode where they introduce Cain, one of my favorite demons, by the way. He's really awesome. 
they introduce some angel lore. And it's basically like when an angel leaves their vessel, they leave behind a piece of themselves. And this piece of themselves could be grace. And it is grace. So my thinking here is this fingerprint thing could be enough grace for Michael to just shebang his way back into Dean without having his consent. Because that is... That was an unprecedented move that he pulled right there. And that's the only way I can rationalize that even happening. So my thinking with Jack is Jack absorbed Michael's grace uh, a few episodes ago. And he, by default, killed him, quote unquote. What I think here is Michael let Jack absorb his grace but some way he probably didn't let Jack kill all of him and what he probably did was he planted a part of his subconscious onto his grace such that when Jack reabsorbed this grace and integrated it into his being part of Michael is now inside of Jack and I think Hallucifer is actually Michael posing as Lucifer. That's my crazy crackpot theory. Sorry if it's a spoiler. And then uh, I just, I worry for Jack because I've grown to really like his character. And to see him fall like this, it's really heartbreaking. Like, he has the right intentions, but the way he's going about it is all wrong. I mean... Not wrong in the sense that bringing Mary back is a wrong thing, but the way he executed this, the way he's been executing things soullessly lately, has just been really, really alarming. And I, I can't, I can't find the words I, other than it really breaks my heart to see this character devolve like this. Well. Who knows? Maybe he'll get a second chance. But I saw a theory over on Reddit also. Um, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I'm sorry I don't remember your name, but I'm not going to take the credit for this. I found this because uh, I, I scour the Reddit page, obviously, sometimes. And one of the ideas that he proposed is that Supernatural is coming full circle. The series started with a yellow-eyed being killing their mother so maybe the final season is hunting down the yellow-eyed thing that killed their mother and that'd be a really interesting way to end it but i don't want to see jack go like that i i really don't i i, I like the idea that jack despite his parentage could be a force for good Heck, he gave Castiel that vision of a perfect world. I want to see that come to be, especially if the series is ending. Oh, wait. I remember the name of the Redditor now. Um, uh, the user is called The One True Jack. I repeat, The One True Jack is the one who posited that theory about Supernatural coming full circle. Props to you, bud. Really good. Um... So that's going to be all for today. Um, I want to thank you guys for bearing with me on this tirade, compounded by my unusual delirium. 
Thank you so much. I love you guys. You you complete me. You complete us or all all of us over here on Pop Culture Over Pizza. Speaking of which, if you want to find us, reach out to us, give us some feedback. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Do you want to put my head on a pike? You can look us up on Instagram at popculture underscore podcast. On Instagram, that is at popculture underscore podcast. On Twitter, that is popculture underscore pod C. On Twitter, that's at popculture underscore pod C. This is Metatron signing off of Angel Radio, bidding thee, all of you, sorry, adieu.